you came out tonight early, aggressive. What was different for you tonight in terms of just setting the tone with your game in this game? Ball. 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 This is Orange Ball Juice, the show where I, a poorly informed basketball fan, make my teenage sons co-host a podcast with me so that they can tell their dad what to think about the NBA and hopefully help me win my fantasy pool. So, without further ado... Ball. Hello and welcome to Orange Ball Juice. Uh, it's the podcast where my two teenage sons help me understand the NBA. Um, and I should introduce them both. So to my left, we have Spency G. How you doing today, Spency? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I apologize for referring to you as Spency P uh, last week's show. Um, I think Spency G actually makes more sense. Yeah, that does make more sense. Okay, great. And to my right, I have Mark E. Mann. How you doing? I'm doing great. Oh, good. Glad to hear it. Um, so the date is October 23rd, uh, 2022, uh, and we're just wrapping up the first week of the season in the NBA. Um, one thing I want to make sure viewers understand um, in the intro, I, I, I describe myself as a poorly informed basketball fan. The truth is, I'm pretty much a novice basketball fan. Now, I've been watching basketball my entire life, a middle-aged man. However, I've, I, when I was younger, I was more of a fair-weather fan. You know, I grew up, um, you know, when I was in high school was was the height of the Jordan era and moving into university age, you know, the Bulls were winning all those championships and it was fun to watch and then the Raptors came on the scene in in 95 and you know of course uh in the last few years with the Raptors being so good and then winning a championship in 2019 my, I started watching a lot more basketball and then when I realized that my children were also big basketball fans it, be, it was more and more and more and you guys both um you know play basketball at various levels and you you follow the NBA and you play 2K and what ended up happening is I became more of a basketball fan, but I have to admit that I really need help understanding the game, understanding the NBA. And so that's why I have my two sons who are my own kind of private NBA analysts. So what's it like being a NBA analyst, Spencer? Um, well, I just sort of realized how bad some real analysts are. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, like, Stephen A. Smith is a great example. He does not know what he's talking about. I'm wow. just going to say it. Wow. That's a pretty harsh call out. We try to keep it pretty uh, pretty positive on this podcast, but right away we've called out an NBA analyst for not being, I mean, basically what you're saying is you're a better NBA analyst yeah. than him. Okay, great. Um, how do you feel about the state of NBA analysis? Are there a lot of, uh, you know, pretenders out there do you consider yourself to have uh strong opinions that that uh, are better than a lot of the pros out there marcus um no i, I honestly think i i just read what i see <laughs> i don't i'm not like i don't i know there's some nba analysts who absolutely suck but i mean i really can't be talking okay however that's that's very modest of you, and thank you for being so modest. However, let's be honest. You walk around this house mm. m making loud, yeah. 
opinions mm. about the NBA basically mm. constantly. Yeah. Both of you do. So I know that I, you're not I know that you're not just reading your Instagram feed and say, and saying uh-huh. just saying, "Oh, this is everybody else's opinion." You have your own very strong yeah, opinions. Yeah, I have strong opinions, but it's I'm not like I have strong opinions, but I'm not researching them like thoroughly. <laughs> I, I I do read I like I'll read a news the score or whatever that's what I use and I'll like I'll find like I'll get the service information from Instagram and it'll say this person did this and then I'll go look into it like a little bit mm-hmm. but I'm not like you know I know NBA analysts will do a lot more research than okay and okay I still have strong opinions well but. here's the <clears> thing <throat> you have no choice but to be an NBA NBA analyst yeah. starting now because mm-hmm. I need you both um to just understand the NBA and basketball better and also to do better in my fantasy pool. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so that's the, that's the theme of this podcast is a, is a dad who needs help understanding the game of basketball and the NBA. And uh, you guys are here to, to, by the end of this season, I want to be like an expert in the players, the teams, everything, and the actual game itself which is a weakness of mine. Um, I think anybody, what's great about basketball, in my opinion, is anybody who doesn't know anything can watch it and be entertained, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but uh, the finer points um, are, you know, are something that mystifies me. I don't I don't necessarily understand defenses um, that well, um, defensive strategy. Um, also, um, even on, on offense, like set plays and the different strategies that you, you take. So you guys can help me with that. Anyway, Enough about that. Let's get into our first segment, which is um, Fantasy Roundup. Okay, Spencer, how's your um, fantasy team doing so far? Well, first of all, I should say, what you're in a head-to-head style fantasy league, right? Yeah. Which basically means you go and you go against, um, each week you go against another uh, person's te- team in your league, right? Yes. Okay, so how are you doing right now? Um. Well, right now... I'm winning my matchup, and I have the most total points in the league um, by a decent margin. Wow. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I everyone's just playing, been playing very well on my team. That's all I really have to say. So who are your top performers? Who's, who's accounting for all these points? Um, right now it's Jokic, as expected, and uh, Pascal Siakam. Um, DeRozan, Scotty Barnes. Right. So with the exception of Scott, well, Scotty's been playing great too. Now he's injured uh, as of last night. Um, we're, we're recording this on a Sunday morning and in last night's game uh, against um, Miami, Scotty uh, twisted his ankle. So we'll see how that goes. But you basically have between, uh, would you say, Jokic, uh, DeRozan, and uh, Siakam, like maybe the top three performers in the first week, you know. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, I mean crazy i heard yeah and so that's pretty sweet to have on those those three on your uh on your fantasy team so and what statistical categories i mean you have most of the obvious ones you know for okay so do you have a weakness do you think who's the weak link on your team um harrison barnes i had some hopes for him but um he has been playing pretty bad, so I just dropped him this morning right before the podcast um, and took Kevin Herter instead, who's been playing really well for some reason. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I haven't had a super. I haven't. I he's really the only person who's not playing too great. Okay. Well, um, sorry, just adjusting my autos. We do this live. We try not to edit this thing after the fact. We try to treat it like a live podcast. So I try to fix any technical difficulties that arise. So if my audio is a little hot early in this, I apologize. But maybe you won't notice. Who knows? Anyway, um, <clears throat> sorry for the interruption there, Spencer. Can you... Um, yeah, I think I picked up the guy that you dropped. I think I picked <laughs> yeah. him up just because he was the best available player. But I'm not ready to talk about my uh, my problems yet because I do have a lot of problems, I believe, in my on my team. But um, we'll get into that. So, uh, Marcus, I know you're you're not in the same you're not in the same league no. uh, as Spencer. <clears throat> um, so how's how's your fantasy team doing? Um, well, you're al- you're also in a head to head league. Yeah, it's a little tough right now. I've gotten some out-of-the-blue injuries. Lamella Ball's out for, I think, a week, something like that. Darius Garland is out for, like, a week or something. And um, uh, so right now I'm down seven points going into the last day. Uh, so I think, I mean, I could win, but it's going to be tough. My, I need some guys to perform. Um, Who are your best guys? Giannis... Zion and Shea right now. But I think Giannis is the performing the best right now. He's mm-hmm. giving me 64 points a game so far. And he's like, last night he had like 42 points, something, 12 rebounds. And he had like another one of those, I think, the season opener. So he's playing amazing. So you, so <clears throat> are, and are you winning? You think you're going to win your first week against the, your opponent? I mean, I absolutely messed up. For one for one game, I didn't get Giannis's score. Like I, my, I thought I was sure I made the roster change, but I think I clicked something to reset it or something. Yeah. So he got he gave me sixty four points on the bench. So I would have for sure won if that happened. But now I'm down seven points, and it's probably fifty fifty whether I win or not. Right. So and you yeah. So you you had one error maybe on your on. You missed a game because you didn't put somebody in, and you have injuries now, so that could. Uh, but yeah. that's you know it's it's a long season, and mm-hmm. uh, injuries affect every fantasy team. All right, well, oh, sorry, nice. Sorry. Sorry. I forgot I forgot to mention Paul Blanchero, the rookie. He's been giving me some of the best point, most points. He's going crazy. Yeah. So tell me about this guy. I um I didn't follow um the draft um. I know he was drafted number one overall. So mm-hmm. tell me about this guy, Marcus. So basically, I truly believe he's going to be like, I think he's like the next LeBron James. He His season opener was, I know that's a quite a, a quite a hot take, but I mean, his season opener, he had 27 points, like nine rebounds. Next game, like 20 points, 12 rebounds, like four assists, something like that. He, he's not afraid, and he's, like, playing like an all-star. Like, he's playing out of his mind. He hasn't had a bad game so far. And that I, I'm the only reason I'm comparing him to LeBron is because that's basically what LeBron was. LeBron had the 27 points around that for his first game, and then he was just amazing that year. Okay, so... And, yeah, and I don't think anyone's... I think I already believe he's a rookie of the year. 
I don't think anyone's catching him. Okay, so Spencer, I'd like to hear your response to this. <laughs> He's destined to be the next LeBron James. That's a that is that a is pretty, pretty red ridiculous. hot take. So let's hear. No, that's that's insane. I mean, that's essentially saying that he's going to be the greatest of all time. Um, so no, but I mean, he has started off amazing. He's he's gonna, he's a future All Star for sure. I mean, we also have to remember he is on the Orlando Magic. You always got to factor that in, I guess. Um, but no, he has started off great. But no, I I cannot say with a straight face that he's going to be the next LeBron. <laughs> I mean, he's like what six? He's like six eight or six nine. He's he's got the same build as LeBron James, and in college he was like unstoppable. He was the best. He was better. Like he was obviously going number one, and like you said, you said before that you think the number one pick and the number third pick are very far apart. Yes, this year, I like. I think Paul Manchero, like, if he I, he's only going to get better, and twenty seven points, nine rebounds, and like six assists or whatever he had for season opener, that's like, that's it's definitely exciting. It's pretty amazing for for a rookie mm-hmm. basically to immediately be. It sounds like his team leader. Yeah. Um. So well, we'll see, and it's you know it's a pretty sweet uh, fantasy pickup for you because. Yeah. He's obviously going to get a ton of playing time this season, yeah. so I think that's pretty pretty good. So, all right, well, <clears throat> now it's time to talk about um, my fantasy team. So, uh, I'm in a the league is called um, that I'm in is called Galleria Mall, which I'm sure is an inside joke, but I, I'm not I don't get it. But anyway, it's called Galleria Mall, and my team is called uh, the Cleveland Browns, which I thought was really funny when I came up with it because you know I, I'm a lifelong Browns fan in the NFL but calling my fantasy team that I feel like has cursed the team maybe <laughs> yeah. for the season and forever yeah. um, because as you know the Cleveland Browns are a cursed franchise and so I, I, I feel like already that that has um, come around to haunt me um, Marcus so it's been one week, not even the, the season started on Wednesday. I'm recording this Sunday morning. Yeah. So I'm in a I'm in a league uh, with twelve teams. Um, it's a rotisserie league, which is different than what you guys do, which is head to head. Which rotisserie just means like basically um, there's that statistical categories, and you just go up and down in the standings one through twelve. Yeah. Based on that, um, so. What's your guess right now? And I know that you have some knowledge, but what's your guess right now where I am out of 12? Uh, I mean... Considering that you helped me yeah. with my draft, where do you think I it, am? It's a tough decision because you've had some, like, games where players have, like, come so close to, like, boosting you up, but just yeah. haven't been able to. Coming close to yeah. double-doubles. But yeah. just just guess what, what place I'm in right now out of 12. I think right now you're probably, like, 10th. Well... Good guess, good guess, but I'm actually in twelfth. So I'm in the bo- I'm, I'm the bottom feeder in my league, and what's I'm a first time fantasy basketball uh, player. So mm. that's maybe to be expected. I've tried to be on top of it, um, but uh, I'm also in a league with a bunch of people who are leading lights in the Canadian media industry. A lot of comedians. They all think they're pretty funny, 
And so, you know, these are people who many of whom are my friends or acquaintances, people I've worked with. But at this point, they're basically just all my enemies. Um, And I'm already so sick of all of them. I'm sick of their teams. I'm sick of their players. And it's been one, not even a week. And I'm already so stressed out and so embarrassed that I'm in last place. Mm. And now I have a bunch of players. All my good players uh, are playing tonight. So things could change. Um, But I might as well tell um, the listeners uh, my actual... um, the, my actual roster, uh, which I think, you know, it sounds pretty good. Okay, so I'll just go through it. I've got uh, D- uh, Damian Lillard, uh, Portland, uh, Devin Booker on uh, Phoenix. I've got uh, OG Ananobi in Toronto. Um, I've got um, Herbert Jones, uh, who plays for uh, the Pelicans. i got Zion, also on the Pelicans. I've got <coughs> Jaden McDaniels. From Minnesota, I've got uh, Gobert from Minnesota. I've got uh, James Wiseman from Golden State. Uh, right now, starting uh, tonight, I don't know how long I'm going to have this guy for, but Malik Beasley for Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also, you were just trashing Harrison Barnes a second ago. I have, I just picked up Harrison Barnes because I had to. <laughs> I had an injured player who was it that we drafted? That was Jaron Jackson. Yeah, Jaron Jackson Jr. That's right, and he's going to be injured till yeah. January, so I just turfed him and picked up Harrison Barnes. Uh, I got Cole Anthony uh, on the Magic. I've got Jalen Smith on the Pacers, Indiana Pacers, and I also have Jamal Murray, who, yeah. as we all know, is from Kitchener, and we're yeah. recording this in uh, Kitchener-Waterloo right now. So yeah. he's a hometown guy. So we're all rooting for him, and uh, he um, he hasn't been great fantasy wise. He already sat out a game, um, but there I know that their strategy is to kind of ease him back. Um, and uh, he played a home game, which I believe was a win uh, last night. He he did start, and he had a pretty good stat line last night for a guy who's getting sort of limited minutes and I think the hometown crowd gave him a big ovation and I don't know I think the Nuggets look pretty good you know after one week but yeah. uh, anyway even though I have some pretty uh, big stars on my team um, yeah I fall like just short of a get of racking up points in the in the double double category mm-hmm. like I have too many guys that'll get like you know 15 points and nine rebounds or, yeah. or yeah. things like that that are just driving me insane I also feel like I'm really weak in the assist category with this lineup. So that's something you guys are going to have to uh, help me out with. Now, Spencer, just to the, the names you heard, who do you think I should maybe get rid of? Um, and just, you know, I obviously Beasley is sort of on the cusp. Mm-hmm. Um, however, Utah, I mean, at least this first week, they seem to be overachieving. They seem yes. to be, uh, you know, they're probably have, yeah. there's like young guys and like, that feel like they have a lot to prove now that their stars have left the team and they're prob and he's probably going to get more minutes. So that's what I'm trying to balance is this idea that, yeah, the guy might not be in a good team. The guy might be sort of not a great player, but if he's going to get a lot of minutes, his stats might be going up and especially, you know, you got to take that in consideration. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I've noticed that there might, the one thing that might be a problem with saying that is like, on how good that player might actually be. I know that assist turnover ratio is a huge thing. Yeah. And field goal per- per- percentage, free throw percentage. So, like, depending if 
they might be getting minutes and scoring points, but again, they might be shooting like four for thirteen or something in games. Yeah, and that's true. You can got that. That's totally true. That uh, both free throw percentage, um, field goal percentage, and uh, assist to turnover ratio are all important categories. And I think um, I'm pretty weak in. Uh, you know, I'll have a look, but I'm pretty weak and almost, and, and a lot of those, like I'm, I'm, it's frustrating because it's hard to, to know, but just, I'm looking at the, some of these other teams, maybe just for, um, just for comparison. So here's, here's the name. Here's, as, as I said before, the people in my league, a lot of them, people that work in film and television, a lot of them are comedians. And so, you know, we're talking like the worst people on earth, you know, <laughs> like just people that are going to drive me absolutely insane yeah. this whole time. And uh, so in, in, in my in my league right now, uh, in um, first overall with 84.5 points, the bucket stuffers um, with 81 points, style Lowry with 80 points, fun guys. 73 points, Cash Money Millionaires. 69.5, Rodrigo's Remarkable Team. With 67.5 points, Westside Chavez, which is spelled S-H-O-T-T-A-Z. 64 points, Doug Christie Pitts. 62 points, The Fun Buckets. Uh, 58 points, I forgot to draft Joe... Ingles. Ingles. Haha, <laughs> very funny. Uh... In 10th place, we have uh, the Iron Grenadiers with 50.5 points. Uh, uh, next up is the Filth City Scumbags with 48 points. And in the very basement, uh, the Cleveland Browns with 42 points. Yeah. So <clears throat> I have, and, and in a rotisserie league, you go up and down in points um, after kind of every week. So it's, you can actually lose points, you know? Yeah, what I've noticed from your league is that the standings, like, fluctuate a lot. They do. Like, you were, like, what, fifth, and then now you're 12th. And I, I, I yeah. think it's going to be like that for a while. Well, the reason, and part of the reason for that, yeah, exactly. It's early season. It's also, like, you know, you might ha- you're up against, you know, other guys, like, they might have a game after you. Or you see, today, for instance, I could go up a lot. Yeah. Simply because I have almost all my players starting, including all my star players, are playing tonight. Whereas some a bunch of guys on, with other teams might not have any of their stars playing tonight, or like have very few players. Or like, yesterday, I only had three, I think, people playing on my entire roster. Everybody else had a night off, so you know, I went down. I went down again. So that could change. I'll probably yeah, I'll probably go up a few spots. That's what I'd like to think. Yeah, um, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel uh, like I was rated higher. That's what's so depressing about this is that when when I look at the ratings, I'm at, um, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, I'm in seventh. Like So that's mm. just ranking, I guess, my roster. Um, I, I'm sort of ranked seventh out of 12, mm. um, but right now... I'm not living up to that. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I also didn't realize a couple things I didn't realize. <laughs> to be honest, I didn't even know that it was rotisserie and I didn't know what that meant. I also <laughs> didn't know uh, 
I didn't fully understand all the categories and what they mean. And I didn't, if you drop a player and pick somebody up on waivers, it's three days. So it, I, when, I remember when I used to play um, an NFL fantasy league, they were instant. So if you're like, mm-hmm. this guy's injured for the rest of the year, you could just go find your highest, the highest rated replacement and it would be instant. Um, in that and I thought it would be the same, but of course I didn't read the rules. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure closely. it's in our league. It's like I'm. It's confusing because I think it depends on the way you do it. I think if you just drop someone and then have an empty spot, it lets you pick someone up instantly. But if you if you click add, someone, if you yeah. click someone to add them and then you have to choose a player to drop, then it takes three days, which is really confusing. That's weird. Well, I, may, that could be the case, um, and I'm going to look into it because we we're also in different um, different apps. Different. You guys are on the. We're in the same. You, app. you guys are doing ESPN, but <laughs> I'm I'm on Yahoo Sports, so it it's different. And I think mm. when I read through the rules um, that the, the league commissioner sent, it seemed like that was just a hard rule, like it's a three day um, thing. And I don't. I'm also not confident. Um, in figuring out how uh, the trade—I mean, trades are are sketchy. Somebody already offered me a trade early on for Gobert, for a, a, you know, and they offered me two players, but I rejected it because I was—I simply didn't know how to assess it. You had a quick look at it yeah. and didn't like it either. One thing you know, I'm trying to understand is how to, um, basically, how to improve in certain statistical mm-hmm. categories right but that can also backfire because you can't it seems like the best fantasy player is just obviously somebody like these guys people like siakam who are going to get potentially triple doubles because they're just all over the place they're in every mm-hmm. category obviously they're the best you know go bear the other night had like nine tw- points yeah nine points and like 23 rebounds mm-hmm. so i'm sitting there going can't you just score a point man yeah but then he's also bad. Gobert's not great on uh, free throw percentage, for instance. So, anyway, there are a lot of things to take into consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things to kind of. But I don't think your. I think your team is not far from being very good. I think we should be able to find like just guys off the waivers that. Yeah. Will make your team way better. And one thing I don't know if you guys just like all these apps, they have in-app purchases, so they're constantly trying to dangle. Um, you know, get an expert tip on trades or on waivers yeah. or on whatever, and then you set, try for seven days free, and oh, maybe you'll, uh, uh, and then you'll have to obviously have to pay for it. So I've I've committed to this season. I I don't want any tips. I don't want to like pay for any, you know, AI or algorithm that's going to tell me what to do. I'm just going to rely mm-hmm. on you guys. You guys are going to be my personal algorithm, which I know is a lot of <laughs> pressure <Yeah. coughs> to help me manage the team and and improve the team. Well, um, yeah, that I don't understand how you can just offer that. Like, essentially, that's just cheating. What's the <laughs> point of doing a fantasy league if you can just pay for an AI to help you out? Well, I think it's like it's not really doing anything that you couldn't figure out on yes, your own. But it just but that kind of yeah. ruins the fun. It does. It does. And I feel not to mention I'm up against guys. I mean, um, careful on the mic there. Um, for instance, Style Lowry you know, is probably, I would argue is, I'm not going to say anybody's real names, but the, but the team owner of Style Lowry has a basketball podcast 
uh, and has for years and is somebody who knows tons about basketball, about mm-hmm. the NBA, and not just that, about how fantasy pools work. All of these guys have been in fantasy pools for years, multiple, you know, so I'm at a disadvantage of just like there's those little obvious tricks and things like that, you know, you kind of learn the hard way. Um, I haven't learned yet. So, mm-hmm. but I think, and, and who knows, they could all be used, like paying for these. They're really just things like, they with I I don't know I, I'll I'll come up with an example maybe we'll talk about it next week but I don't want to uh, um, I don't want to get too um, too deep into that right now but uh, anyway we'll 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 what I'll do is uh, uh, on uh, eventually we'll have um, you know maybe we have a web page for this for this uh, podcast I'm going to start posting sort of screen grabs from my fantasy. Uh, lineup and things like that um, just to show the progress and but we'll be talk about it week to week but anyway that's uh, the fantasy roundup for now let's talk about um, let's just talk about what happened in this first week of of the NBA um, you know sort of what's it's hard to tell right now I think most teams have only played three games some teams have only played two games so it's very early but uh, I think it's enough has happened already that there's already some first impressions that have taken place. So let's talk about maybe the East. Um, One thing I'll say uh, right away is that um, the Sixers are 0-3. So, Spencer, what do you you think is the deal with the Sixers? I mean, I haven't... I didn't follow the games too closely, but if we're just talking about the energy over there, they've been disappointing uh in the playoffs for years so much like negative energy has been going on there recently with the whole ben simmons situation and bad blood um i don't know i just don't think they've figured out how to run their team properly they kind of have or at least from what i've seen a formulaic offense it seems like it's essentially either James Harden will ISO or Joel will um, attack the rim and then kick it out if he can't finish. I don't know. I just don't think, I don't know. Nothing's really changed. I don't think they're going to get any better. It is probably just a fluke that they're own three. They will be better, but yeah, I mean, they, it's not like they're getting destroyed. You know, they're, they're in the games. Like they're, they're a tough team to go up against. Um, but the problem, I think they're victims of high expectations, right? Everybody's picking them to, even you guys pick them, I think, no no lower than a third. What do you think, Marcus? What's the deal with the Sixers? Um, uh, well, I'm looking at these scores right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they lost to the Celtics by nine. And then Bucks. it was like the lowest scoring game, like 90 to 88. Um, and, yeah, and then they just lost to the Spurs by nine points. So that one's a bit of a yeah. canary in the coal mine kind so, of situation. Yeah, losing to the Spurs is, is is not a great look for them. But like I look at all these stats, like Joel Embiid in that Spurs game had forty points, thirteen rebounds, three assists. Like, and like uh, Harden had third, and they lost against the Bucks. Harden had thirty-one, nine, and eight. And then the season opener, Harden had thirty, or sorry, Harden had thirty-five, seven, and eight. So. Clearly, Harden and Embiid are going uh, going absolutely out of their minds and scoring a ton of points. 
it it's probably a fluke. They'll probably figure it out. It's, I mean, it could just be that their guys are just missing shots right now, like, and they're in a bit of a slump. Mm-hmm. Like they're, I mean, they're always kicking it out to the corners for threes, and they could just be. I, it's as far as I can say right now, it's probably just a fluke. All right, so nothing to worry about. They're going to get better, and uh, you know their stars are doing what they have to do. They're playing well, so okay. But sorry, one thing I could see is I could see the Heat taking over the three spot instead of the Sixers. So you think the Heat are that good? What do you think, Spencer? Um, I mean, well, they haven't started off super amazing either. I think they're either one and two or two and one. Um. I don't, I don't think they're going to be a top three team. The Heat are one and two. One and two, yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think they're going to be a top three team. They, I mean, if it's between the Sixers and the Heat, right now, I would probably say the Heat. <laughs> but I mean, that's right now too. So, who knows? Yeah. Celtics look pretty good. What do you guys think about the Celtics? Yeah, Reno, yeah. That's what I expected. I mean. They're coming off a great year. They're only going to get better. Yeah, I don't know. Tatum's been playing well, from yeah, what I understand. He seems to have been playing out of his mind lately. And the the Bucks are the Bucks. I mean, yep. mm-hmm. when you got that lineup, they seem all healthy. It looks like they're going to be just yeah. fine. The Bucks are 2-0. and They only played two games. Um, the Raptors are 1-2, and two, so, yeah. Um. So, yeah, and the Raptors are one and two. We'll talk about the Raptors in a bit. Um, I'm just trying to think of anything. Who else are we? Who who are we not talking about? Who's who's? You know, the Knicks had a, a good game against who? Who they have that close game against? That they lost to was uh, that? Uh, was it the Pistons? No, it wasn't no, the Pistons. No. They blew out the Pistons or something. Was it against? Maybe it was against. I can't even remember. But anyway, the Knicks. I mean, they're fun and everything. I, I've said. Many times, I wish, I wish they were better, just because I think it's better for the league. Yeah. But, um. All right. Well, let's talk about uh, let's talk about um. The West a little bit, or actually, you know what? We haven't talked about the Nets yet. I mean, the, the Nets, um, <clears throat> the Nets beat the Raps. Um, yeah. And uh, you know they look pretty good doing it. Um. They're a pretty good team. They obviously, you know, they're kind of enigmatic, but having watched them play, you know, like they have some pretty good players, as we all know, and you never know what you're going to get. And maybe Mm -hmm. it seems like maybe what they what they need is to have less attention on them and less pressure on them, which they seem to kind of have because no one really has any expectations. Yeah. I mean, I, I think part of it was getting rid of Harden. Like. If you have Harden, Kyrie, and Durant, everybody's like, you should, you you have to be the best team in the league. Right. And now, you know, they picked up Ben Simmons, who's just been scoring no points but getting rebounds and assists. And I think Kyrie and Durant is like, it's a little bit more spread out and balanced. So I think it, it might work better. What do you think, Spencer? Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it was the right move to get rid of Harden. And also Kyrie is actually playing. Um, he's played at all the games so far. I mean, yeah, it, like on paper, they should be amazing. 
I still think, I don't think they're contenders, but I do think they will be better this year. Okay. Well, moving on to, uh, um, let me just, moving on to the West. So who's, who do you think is, is living up to expectations so far and, and who isn't? Marcus, who do you think is? Because um, you had. Who, let's just be. Let's remember. Let's just base this off of what you said. And I'm going to write these up on the board. We have a whiteboard behind us, and maybe what I need is to get like a wireless microphone so I can stand up on the whiteboard during this podcast and <laughs> be referring to stuff. <laughs> maybe we'll work up to that. But was it? Did you not pick um, uh, the Clippers? Yeah, so let's keep in mind that they're tied for first in the West. Oh, right okay. Now. Wow, wow. They're, so they're tied for first. How many games they played? Two. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 2-0. So they're two zero. And Kawhi had, uh, you know, he looks pretty good. He returned. What he scored? Like he scored like fourteen in his return or something like yeah. that. You know, something like that. So I mean, okay, fine. Um, obviously, it's early on. We're not going to uh, start planning the parade route uh, in LA just yet for but the Clippers. Hold on. Can I say one thing? Sure. Last night's game, or no, sorry, the game on October 20th, Ivach, what's his name, something, Ivachi Zubak, Zubach or something, something his name is like that, he had 14 points, 17 rebounds, and 5 blocks. Wow. He, like, what, it was, when I saw it, I was like, that is an insane stat line, 5 blocks? Yeah, 5 blocks is pretty impressive. Yeah. LeBron... And that that game, LeBron's. Yeah, so they play who that so they played two games. One of them was against um, the Lakers, the Lakers, and that was the game in which West Westbrook went zero for eleven, <laughs> yeah. and everybody's like, "Oh boy," you know. Yeah. The Lakers. What's so weird is like I don't even feel like people love to hate them. It's not like one of those teams where I guess some people do, mm. but it is one of those. At this point, it's kind of like this weird you know, almost circus that's just kind of depressing. Like, that's how I look at it. Like, it's not mm-hmm. even fun to make fun of them. It's just more just yeah. like, uh, like, are we just going to watch them suck kind yeah. of and flounder? And it's just depressing. Yeah. I don't, I, you know, I don't, I don't really get any pleasure out of watching them suck. No, I, um, it's weird because I'm a LeBron fan, but I, I really don't like the Lakers that much kind of sick of them i don't like a lot of lakers fans um including my friend who shouldn't be a lakers fan but is um you know i don't know i just think they're disappointing and that yeah their management is a disaster but i mean do you think lebron bears some responsibility for that because obviously he wields a lot of influence over that team i a little bit i mean he's playing perfectly fine but i would say you know la gm is his one of his nicknames now um (laughs) you know he did it does seem like he brought in his friends essentially (laughs) yeah right i mean i yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not cheering for the Lakers, but I'm kind of cheering for Westbrook. I want him to have a good season. Why? I, He's not on your fantasy team. No, what do you care? No, I just like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to see him get harassed daily. For like, yeah. I mean, 0 for eleven, like, yeah, come but, on, like big, big 0 for deal. six from three, 0 for eleven. It is kind of a big deal, honestly. Like, yeah, if like that is embarrassing. Yeah, he, that's NBA, not. Yeah. Th- that's just like so. So he had one bad game, whatever. But I, mean, I don't even. I don't think it's so. He had one bad game. You, I never see, like, oh for eleven and like 
clearly he's shooting and he's like missing everything. Yeah. Like, literally missing everything. Yeah, in one game. Like, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. And, but last year he had tons of games like that, like where he was like two for 15 or something insane. Yeah. So I don't honestly see that changing. I think he's not gonna, he's going to suck. But I want him to be good because like it's just embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, it would wouldn't it be great if they just somehow like they all stayed healthy and they just you know somehow put it something together and go yeah. on a like get in the playoffs? That'd yeah. be great. I I'd be all for that. Uh-huh. It's yeah, as they say, yeah. it's not really entertaining or interesting to just watch them flounder. Yeah. But anyway, it seems like at least now it seems like that's how <laughs> it's going to be. Yeah. Um. So what do you think about um? You know, the the Nuggets. Let's talk about the Nuggets only because. You know, I, you know, there's a couple of stories going on there. Like Jokic is looking, is looking like Jokic. <laughs> I mean, he looks amazing, and Jamal Murray's back, and they're uh, they seem to be playing well. What do you think? Yeah, I think they are. I think they're exceeding expectations so far, a little bit. Um, what are they? Two and one. Two and one. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've been playing pretty amazing. Uh, I don't. The West. I think the West is a little weird right now in the standings. Like, I don't think it'll reflect how things will end up. It's looking pretty weird. I mean, the Trailblazers are 2-0. That seems kind of crazy. Yeah, um, yeah the Nugs, have, they've had a great start. Yeah. I mean, Jokic already has two triple-doubles, which is insane, 26 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists. And then he had, what was it, 19, 19 points, 16 rebounds, and 13 assists. Yeah, and, and his I, f- first game was like close to a triple double or double double. Yeah, I mean it's um, it's pretty insane. The other thing that happened is that he tied Will Chamberlain for most triple doubles by a center in the win over the Thunder. Hmm. So that's pretty impressive, yeah. you know. And yeah, I mean jamal murray apparently got a huge ovation um playing his first home game he was out there he's starting to look comfortable he i think he from i, I can't remember he had like you know he had 16 points, 14 or 16 points and you know kind of a couple assists a couple of rebounds like the point is he's starting to look comfortable and i think Jokic. i heard something where Jokic apparently he was thinking about trying to return at the end of last season and Jokic was just said hey man like why don't you just chill <laughs> and why don't we just you know why don't you just get super healthy, be, yeah. you know, 100% be great and just will, you know, get back in shape. And so I think they're going to slowly use him more. They already gave him the night off, I think, on Friday, and then he played last night because they had back-to-back games. Yeah. I think it's a smart thing, and, like, let's just, uh, you know, that team, I don't know, uh, could be scary in the West. Um who else? Is what about the Clippers? You're, the Clippers are looking good. You were talking about the Clippers. You picked them to finish mm-hmm. first. What do you think about Kawhi? What do you think? Yeah. I mean, they barely got by beating the Sacramento Kings, but they didn't. They didn't play Leonard, and like Paul George was like forty points, six rebounds, like five assists, or like that. Mm-hmm. So clearly, when Kawhi isn't playing, Paul George needs to like he needs to perform. And I mean, I haven't. I don't. I haven't even. Has John Wall been playing? I haven't even. Think yeah, he. Has. he ha- yeah, he has. He's played at least one game, I think. So I don't know. We'll about see him. how that shakes out. Yeah. Um. How about the Mavericks? The Mavericks look like they've been. They've been playing pretty well. Uh-huh. Um. 
I think, uh, you know, who, I don't know what they're, they're, I don't know what they're, most people are saying, probably project them to be middle of the pack, I guess. Like, but, but a playoff team, though, right? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I, I mean, I think they need a few extra pieces to be contenders, but like they have proven that they can take down strong teams. Um, Luca has been crazy as usual. Um, but yeah, I think they need a couple more pieces to take it to the next level. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, they well, they still have Brunson, right? Or no, they don't have Brunson. No, he's on he's the, in Knicks. the Knicks. So yeah, they really do need somebody. Well, they have Porzingis, but yeah. No, they don't. No. Porzingis is on the Wizards. Oh yeah, you're right. So they really yeah, they really don't have anyone. <laughs> so, oh. but I mean, I mean, um. I guess they're, they're. I mean, they're one and one, so whatever. No, yeah, big deal, right? Um, a lot of the teams have only played two games. I mean, it's very early on, mm-hmm. um, so who knows? But uh, like Utah, for instance, has won both their games. Yeah, and you know some of these teams, Portland's won both their games. Um, I I think the Jazz, I think people think they're going to be worse than they are. Like, I was looking at their roster. There's some names on there. there there's no one exceptional, but it, it's not just scrubs or, like, a couple young guys. There are some decent um, players on there. So I, I think they, I think there'll be a potential, probably play playing team for sure. Um Maybe dark horse playoff team. You never know. But I, I think they're getting a bit of a bad rap when I, I think they'll be solid. So and then I guess the other the other team, I mean, there's Phoenix, which they seem to be a huge question mark yeah. at this point. No one really knows how that's yeah. all but most people seem to say that they're they're a team on the way down. Mm-hmm. Um they had their chance tonight. And they blew it. They blew yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and especially when you have one of those, like, really inexplicable kind of horrible flameouts like they did last year in the playoffs. That kind of, I think, messes with the team's chemistry and then their whole, Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's one thing if it, they, they went to seven games and they had a heartbreaking double overtime loss, but to just kind of get embarrassed is yeah. different. Yeah. yeah, I I mean I think they got. They don't have more than two years left of Chris Paul being decent. Uh, DeAndre Ayton was complaining. I think he might want out. I don't know. So I I don't I don't have high hopes for their future. What do you think, Marcus? Uh, I mean yeah, like honestly, they what they I think what they should do. Is I think Chris Paul's probably retiring in like two years' time. Yeah, he's he's like what some like thirty eight or something like that. No, he's thirty six. I think thirty seven actually, I, I believe. But um, he's like he, he can get assists. He can make his like short jumpers, but yeah, eventually he, he, I don't think he's gonna want to play anymore. And DeAndre Aiden, they should try and trade DeAndre Aiden if he has a good season good season especially they should try and trade him so just do a rebuild but like around booker like yeah keep, keep, well, keep booker because like there's no reason piece. to get rid of him yeah. he's he's still like 
a top five player in the league. He's playing Whoa, like crazy. What? Yeah. Oh, what a, top he, five? No. What? He is top ten, top fifteen. He could very yeah, well be I, top five. I don't think no, that's an outrageous no, I, statement. I, I don't think he's top five. Definitely not. I name five players better. Giannis, Jokic, um, Curry, Luca, and. I, I I mean so far I would even put Siakam over him so Whoa. far. So is, far uh, I I don't think you can disagree maybe, with that. Maybe no I mean I honestly think yes, I I'm, Siakam is not a top five player in the league, but we'll see. You know DeRozan I think DeRozan is a better shooting guard than Devin Booker. That's that's just wrong. Curry okay. is even questionable. Curry is like I don't I don't like I don't even see Curry. He's not. LeBron I, is better than Booker as well when Le, for sure. Maybe. Uh, I honestly don't <laughs> think so. I don't but regardless of the point is, he's the centerpiece of the Suns right mm-hmm. now. And they could and probably will. Or they could build around him. Uh-huh. But again, I mean, he's young enough. They could, they could take another five years building that team back up into contenders. But does Booker want to do that? I, who knows? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Um, all right, well, let's let's get into some. Uh, um, let's talk about the Raptors. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the Raptors, uh, as we know, are now one and two. They won the first one against the Cavs, and they had a tough loss against the Nets, um, in which, uh, and we can talk about that game. That was a fun game to watch. And then last night they. Um, lost to the Miami Heat. And the the headlines so far, as far as I can tell, are um, Siakam is playing out of his mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what Did you hear what Kyrie said about Siakam, Spencer? I did see that, yeah. Um, what, like, what did he say? He, he could be a triple-double guy? Yeah, he basically said he could a- come close to averaging triple-double, like the way mm-hmm. he's playing. And that was what he said after playing mm-hmm. against against him. So pretty high praise coming from Kyrie. Yeah. Um, and the sad the sad thing is that he you know Siakam played absolutely out of his mind in a loss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I mean I I'm not disappointed with how we started the season. We have been playing well. They're all we won a game and the last two were very close. I, I'm not disappointed. And Siakam's been playing well. Same with Scotty. I'm not too concerned. The Heat game was like, it wasn't close. It was close until the very end. Or yeah, it wasn't close until the very end. Well, they had a. They yeah. were behind for quite a while. But they. That what I like about them is that they all. They don't seem to throw in the towel. They seem to realize mm-hmm. that they ha- always have a chance to win, or at least you know. And so they. They just seem like the kind of team that they're not going to fully throw in the towel, even when things get. You know, seemingly out of hand. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure how much they were down to the heat, but they were down by more than. I 10. think they were down by they were... 24, something crazy. Really? I I oh yeah, they might have been down pretty pretty far, and they ended up they got they closed the gap to about five toward the end of the game, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I mean that's always good. Although the other thing that happened in that game, as we know, is that Scotty um, Barnes twisted his ankle. Uh, the, I don't think it was his ankle. Well, it was, it was his, his foot, foot, but I think then he said his. Now oh. they're saying it's ankle today. Oh. I don't know, but anyway, yeah. 
it's something like, and I think he also missed some preseason um, because he had done something to the same foot or same ankle. So I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully he's fine because we certainly need him in the lineup. Um, but yeah, so, but also like it's it's frustrating because when you see the Raptors watch them play, when they play really solid defense, it seems like that's the team strength, you know. Um, but then then again against the Nets, they I think the Nets went on a 17-0 run. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd like to know statistically any game in the NBA if one team goes on a 17-0 run, they probably win like 95% yeah. of the time. Well, we were up like 8, I think when they did that. It, we we had just gone on a little run. Yeah. It was a streaky game. So we game were like down that. by like 9 and then yeah, it yeah. was close and then we just couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's classic Raptors. It just seems like throughout the game it usually fluctuates. Um, mm. scores like decently heavily and that's what also makes the Raptors have the most disappointing losses because they'll be down then they'll come back and just barely fall, fall short or, or they blow a huge lead for no reason yeah it's it is it does seem like like when we were watching that Miami game last night the difference was you know they're getting these amazing looks for corner threes yeah. and things like that and just not sinking mm-hmm. them yeah. and then it's like well Okay, well, great. Yeah. You did. You you set the play. You did it, but the shot didn't go down, and now you're now you're going. You know, now instead of being down by five, you're down by yeah. eleven or whatever because you missed your last two possessions on open looks. So what are yeah. you going to do? Like yeah. honestly, they're so close to being so much better. And I think that's the case with a lot of teams that they just need one more thing. Well, what like, what they, is it that they need then? They. We just need more efficient shooters. Honestly, like, I agree. That's just what we need. Like, so how Precious Achua is gonna is gonna make them, but he's also gonna omit, is going to miss a lot of them. Same, like same with Gary Trent. Like Gary Trent is always like, it's always like a nail biter when he shoots them, because you know we can make them, but like, they're especially in, shots. Especially in late game situations, like he's mm-hmm. he, he seems to be missing quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. I he makes me angry sometimes because he'll put up an unnecessary shot and when it goes in you're excited but then when he misses you're like what are you doing you just (laughs) it's not always the way though yeah Yeah. but i mean even when he does make them like i'm like you're lucky you made that or i would have been extremely mad because i don't know i think it seems with him is like every once in a while he'll have a crazy game but then there's games where he plays horribly and will miss open looks Mm. And we need him to be a good shooter. Um, so if there was one, if you could just add, like, just let's just be crazy. If you could just literally add one player to the Raptors. Um, and I'm not saying, like, oh, some some superstar necessarily, mm-hmm. but, like, what position and what kind of player do we need? If you could just add one. Yeah. Um, I would even say... A Kawhi type player, like a small forward. <laughs> just, I know that's kind of crazy, but just because my sort of what I've been thinking about is, I would like OG to come off the bench because I think our bench is weak, and if he was kind of leading the pack there, and we had a really strong player who can sort of take charge, um, like a Kawhi type player, and he can shoot. Like, I, I don't think I think the last thing we need is a point guard. Freddie can handle the ball really well. And I saw rumors about 
Shay, like we're monitoring his situation, <laughs> whatever. Um, okay, I think I don't really agree with that. Like, I don't think we need a small forward at all. We got like Scotty and OG, and like we're kind of and like we got that who's a Caesar Coloco is like now our center. So I, I think we're wow, wow. He's he's been getting tons of minutes. Wait, he hasn't been starting. I mean, he he actually I, it doesn't matter. Anyways, what I'm saying is, I think Pat Patty Mills is who we need. Because okay. Patty Mills right. doesn't miss from the three points, doesn't miss from corner three, and like in late game situations, I've watched him. He's on the nets. I watch him, and like he is like the most efficient three point shooter. He he just stands in the corner, mm-hmm. waits for the ball, and now you don't need to be like constantly like so stressed out. Is Precious Achua going to make this three? Yeah. Is Pascal going to make this three? And even is is Fred going to make this three? Because Fred is sometimes like it's mm. we've got a lot of like good three-point shooters but we don't have very many great three-point shooters right so <clears throat> all right so we do feel like the raptors have a bit of a depth problem and they just yeah. but mm-hmm. he, is it they need do you think truly one player could come on the team and turn the whole thing around or is I, it, I think so I, yes I, I, I think not turn it around is strong they're playing well yeah. they no. look fine they, they they're yeah i think consistently the Raptors are always a team. If we added one star, I think we'd be a championship not even team for star. sure. We don't even, yeah. I mean, I know what you're saying with Patty Mills. I agree. It's just like, I don't even care about the small four position. I just sort of, I think if we had a star who can just take over games when we need when we need them to do that, because that's what we do need sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. no one can step up. And that's what we really need. I mean, yeah. I mean, Siakam. This, it, if he is going to stay at this tempo, then I would rather have someone like I Patty mean, Mills. I mean, last night he wasn't played great in the, at the end of the game. He missed his free throws. Yeah, he was like back to back, and he's like he still had a pretty good stat. But line. other like, there's another Nets player like who can take over games. Is like I wouldn't be mad like with a guy like Seth Curry. Like mm, he, he isn't playing well, I know, but he's still like he's another guy that like fire up those three pointers. Like you make a lot of them, and mm-hmm. like he, I feel like Fred VanVleet will have a lot of weight lifted off his shoulders. Yeah, if we took a guy like even like Patty yeah. Mills or Steph, Seth Curry, I don't think Gary Gary Trent is like yeah. So you're weird. saying we we don't start Gary or we trade him for one of them? I don't I don't want to trade Gary. I, I maybe yeah. maybe he, I have, he would come off the or maybe he'd just start and Seth Curry or Patty Mills. Yeah, would come I think we do need more depth at the guard position. I am not comfortable with the bench guard option being um, Malachi Flynn. I'm not comfortable with that at all. I I think if, if we're not adding a big player, if we're adding small pieces, then I would like more depth at the guard position. All right. I, I'm just going to agree because I'm tired and, you know, I, I I don't know. I don't I can't pretend that I have a real opinion. It's too. That's mm-hmm. why I have you guys to, to tell me what to think. So um, I think we're, we're we're coming around the bend here. Um, Spencer, you got any homework? Yeah, I do. Yeah, a lot of homework. Yeah. A lot of homework. OK, well, you better get at it. Um, I don't have any cash on me this time. So last week I paid you guys 10 bucks each. We might kind of try to figure out some direct deposit thing, and um, you know, we'll we'll get around to that. Marcus, you got homework? Uh, I think a tiny bit. 
a tiny a, a bit. Little, like I have like one thing that I just have to do. Okay. Are you going to do that right after we're done here? Uh, well, maybe, but I have to email my teacher and stuff. Oh, you have to email your teacher. Okay. Um, and then chores. I got to go clean the garage and you guys, I know the bath. Did you wash the shower up your, in your bathroom, Marcus? Uh, no. The wash the shower? <laughs> clean it. Oh, I, did I guess I have to do that today. Yeah, you do. Um, and Spencer, I think the dog needs walking, so mm-hmm. you can probably do that before you get into your homework right after we're done this podcast. Anyway, that's all from us. We'll uh, we'll see you next time. I've got nothing else to say. <laughs> <laughs>